Hi, happy Easter week. This is the second day of our little mini series celebrating what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Um, okay, when we were kids, do you remember? I mean, were you like me at all where as soon as you got to school, the only thing you were doing is looking for your friend or your little group of friends and you're, you know, you're scanning the playground or you're looking down the hallway like, where are my friends? Because those were the people that believed you were special and they were special to you. They noticed if you got your hair cut or you have a, had a different Brett. We used to wear Bretts. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> I'm old, I guess. But, but like if you had a different something in your hair or you got new socks. I mean, they just noticed, right? Because you were special to them. They were special to you and you were always on the lookout for them. It's a nice feeling. It's that feeling of I belong. And then if you arrived and I mean, we didn't, you know, text back then and we really didn't call our friends much outside of school um, until we got into middle school. At least I didn't. So if I arrived and I'm scanning around and I can't find any of my little group of friends, like they're all sick or something or late, I'm, I was kind of in a panic. Like, oh, who am I going to, who am I going to hang out with? Who am I going to play with on the playground? Who am I going to sit by at lunch? Because my people are not there. And then you're looking around going, I don't, I don't belong to any of these people really. I know them all. I went to a small school, but my people that think I'm special aren't here. Um, that feeling kind of doesn't go away, does it? I mean, we're adults and when we walk into a room, we still are on the lookout for somebody to talk to, somebody to sit by, somebody to want to be with us because we want to be with them. Um, it doesn't go away. Now, if, if you know my husband's job, um, he his calling really is he's very often God sends him into places where he starts something new or he kind of rehabilitates something that might need a shot in the arm, so to speak. And so we have moved around quite a lot. And so I have been to so many new school districts and PTA meetings and new grocery stores and, and new neighbors and new churches and new ladies events. And, and that I'm always just walking into that feeling of, who can I go talk to? And there's very seldom been times where someone's rushed up that that close someone um, that noticed me and that was special to me. I mean, don't feel bad for me. I do have some really great friends. I seldom live by them, unfortunately. But I have had a few years where I've lived by some great friends. Um, But we kind of don't outgrow that feeling of knowing that we are extremely valuable to someone. In the verse that we're looking at this week um, from Isaiah, Isaiah 53, let me read it again from the New Living. But he, which is Jesus, was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole, and he was whipped so we could be healed. All right, so we're going to look at the second part. He was crushed for our sins. Now, I'm taking a little liberty with the word crushed. Um... When I was in, I think, fifth grade, I don't know if my friend Christy or my friend Aaron from childhood happened to listen to this. Maybe they can send me an email and clarify this. But one of those grades in our church, our Sunday school teachers decided that we were all too talkative. And so they sat us in a giant circle, boy, girl, boy, girl. 
Now, sometimes this was awesome because we were at the point where, you know, kind of crush it on somebody. And other times it was horrifying because you're sitting by the boy you absolutely didn't want to be seen with or be sitting there. And so sadly, rather than have it be um, taking away distractions, it became a huge distraction. And it was all about timing, getting into the room at the right time so you could sit by the right person and avoid the wrong person. Um, that was, those were crushes. Those are things that, you know, come and go, but we're looking at the word crushed. Crushed is a very permanent word. If something is crushed, it's very hard to put it back in its original position, right? If somebody has a bone that's crushed there, it's a big, big ordeal to try to repair that. It is possible now with all the modern awesome things we have, but crushing or having a crush on someone, you know, that kind of comes and goes and we eventually grow out of that. Thank you, Jesus. But crushed is permanent. When we look at the word crushed, Jesus was crushed. He was smashed into pieces. Now we're like, wait a minute. We just talked yesterday about how none of his bones were broken. So what was crushed? the insides, his heart, his soul was crushed. And the wonderful thing about this, I've just been like stewing over it, not in a bad way, but like simmering maybe and just enjoying the thought is that he was crushed at the thought of being forever separated from us. Did you hear that? God is is so in love with us and loves us beyond what our little pea brains can understand that the thought of being separated from us for eternity was more than he could handle. And so he chose to be crushed. He chose to allow himself to be wounded so he could be connected to us. Isn't that just such an amazing thought? Now, the second part of that says he was crushed for our sins, our sins. Now, this isn't just the stuff you and I do. I mean, this is this is like a bigger sense, all the sin that is in the world. You've heard the phrase, we live in a broken world, right? Well, the broken world we live in crushes us. Um, let's look at Psalm um, 34 verse 18. It says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Okay, so let's go back to that thought of walking into an environment. Maybe it's it's a church that you have attended forever, or it's somewhere where you know everybody, but you walk in there and you're so alone and you're hurting and you're and you feel broken on the inside. You feel smushed and crushed and you feel alone like you are special to no one in that place you are special to God he sees you he's close to you because you have a broken heart now if I'm just like full disclosure I've felt this way a gajillion times in my life for long periods of time and there were times where like I would tell myself the truth God I know you're close to me I know you're close to me I know you're close to me I know I'm special to you but then 
you know, the enemy and lies and how, how it works when we're hurt. There's always lies that want to play around and live in our head. And I would think, but you love everyone. So how am I special? If you love everyone, I, I am not special. I am like everyone. And so I'm just lumped in with the crowd too, even with you, Lord. But you know, then he would just so gently remind me, he's not human. See, our brain, our, our hearts cannot understand how we could possibly love a, a gajillion people you know, like we, we just have those close relationships with a few and it's impossible for us to understand how he can love us all and yet have this special, unique closeness that's very personalized to each one of us. That when we walk into an environment that we are unused to or we are alone or maybe we're walking through our home today, just walking across the room of our, our living room and we're feeling so alone, so unspecial, so unnoticed, and yet our amazing God who created us, who created you, looks at you with great love and you are special to him. It's far more than a crush he has on you. He was crushed so that the sin in our world would not crush you. He is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Maybe that is you. You are crushed. You're just you're just smushed on the inside. And you know, if it's not where you're at right now, we know that we will walk through those seasons. But keep in mind that our God is so much bigger than our human mind can understand that he is able to have a special, unique relationship with each one of us. And you are important to God, so much so that he sent his only son, Jesus, to die for you so that the sin of the world would not crush you because it crushed him instead. Thank you, Jesus. And that is just a little piece of my heart.